All right, welcome back, everybody, to this week's edition of American Billiard Radio. My name is Mr. Bond. I'll be your host once again this week, and I will be joined by Mark Cantrell of the Legends and Champions Report. How you doing, Mark? Doing good, thank you, Dave. Doing uh, good. All right. Today you're is... Doing, you're doing well, too? Oh, yeah, it's okay. It's not snowing or raining, so <laughs> we're okay. <laughs> I'll never ask you. You always ask me how I'm doing. I'll never ask you. So Hey, uh, you know, just living the dream. Living the dream, Mark. It is Thursday, March the 9th, 2017, and we are still still reeling from the Scott Frost versus Dennis Orcoyo match that just finished up this past week in uh, Beloit. $100,000 each. They put it on the table and they went after it. And what happened, Mark? Uh, Dennis, uh, what, what did he win by? Eight, eight games? Yes. I think, it, I think it was eight games. Uh, that was, uh, man, I I don't know. People, There's always going to be somebody who's got something to say. I don't, I don't believe, you know, there's people talking about, you know, well, it was, fixed they weren't really playing for that kind of money and all that kind of stuff i i personally believe that they were playing for that much money i don't think there was any funny business going on at all yeah um i think you know they both played hard i mean it wasn't that far away you know i mean it won uh 42 10 or anything like that uh, yeah you know yeah. so it was a it was still a close close match and you got to remember when you're playing, when two guys are playing and they're at that level, you know he's going to be close, uh, or somewhat close, but it's it's real easy to get behind eight games, and it's a struggle to get back. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was, but obviously now that led to a lot of woofing with uh, this, uh, Tony Chohan looking to match up. <laughs> yeah. Alex Pagalion's wanting to play uh, Dennis now. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, who knows? Maybe this is the start of something uh, new with, you know, $100,000 a pop going on. Yeah, yeah. No, you never know, you know. Have you heard any reports on uh, uh, the traffic? How many viewers or anything like that they got? We, I, I think we need to check with Lenny and see how they did on viewership. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, kind of a big deal for them. They were talking about, you know, the reason they were doing it for free was uh, not charging it as a pay per view. Right. Was because they wanted to, you know, they, they figured they were going to get a lot of views and it'd be better for the game, better for the sponsors, etc. So I, d- I don't know where it ended up, uh, but I hope it ended up, you know, good for yeah. everybody, for the sponsors and for the game. Yeah. Is, is it, has it, I guess the question is has it made anybody want to watch? one pocket or pool in general uh, you know more than the would usually right. God mentioned it said, you know well you get the 600 people on pay-per-view who are going to buy that pay-per-view regardless you know right um, how many how many more than that did it get uh, you know he was talking about 
a hundred thousand people, and I don't know if that. Um, I, I I can't remember how they term it. You might know it better than me. Uh, there's like unique viewers and right, things right. like that. Yeah. Uh, w- whereas it's over four days, and you got the same guy for four days mm-hmm. who's tuning in. So he counts as, and, and he logs out twice a day. So he he counts as eight. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, I, I don't know if that's the, the case. I don't know if that's how it works or how they uh, calculate it, but I know it's definitely something that's there. And be inter- it would be interesting to know the numbers, Dave. I mean, yeah. What, what do you say? What do you think? Do you think there, there would be that many? Do you think it's? Uh, do you think that it's going to change? The, the the game at all? Do you think people are going to be uh, watching in future? Watch the next one where Dennis plays Tony Chohan or he plays um, uh, Alex Pagalaya? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, do, 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 do you think people are going to tune? More people are going to tune in, or you know, um, that's a good question. Um, I think, yeah. Because the free aspect of it obviously means a lot to a lot of people, number one. Um, number two, the fact that it was for so much money. Those are those are two um, – it's, you know, it's almost like extra incentive. It's not that big of a deal, but, oh, it's free. You know, why not watch it? Oh, it's for $100,000. Why not watch it? So it's not – and plus two of the best players, you know, out there in one pocket. So – it had a lot going for it on that, you know, on the, uh, you know, attraction. But at the same time, you know, one pocket gets long. So uh, it's, that's really a challenge. I don't know. Uh, you know, I feel like the, because of the, it took so many days and because it was free and because it was for so much money, they probably did have decent viewership. I'll have to give Lenny a call and, and see what he has to say about that. Um, speaking of. Well, if I, if I could just tell you real quick, my not to you know drag drag this on, sure. But my experience is is that I, d- I don't play one pocket. I've played it, and it's a very interesting game. I can see how people get hooked on it. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't have paid for it in a pay per view, right? Uh, format and gone out of my way because you know maybe the last day if it was close, something like that. I might have watched it or, or, or bought it but because it was free I did have it on my computer even though I was doing other things I had it on my computer just playing right uh, right well and, and I was I was watching things on TV and now and then looking over and seeing what the you know what the score was to see if anything interesting was going on so they got me as a viewer that I they probably would not have gotten before, so I don't know if that tells us anything. But there you yeah. go. Well, yeah, that's so, exactly but, it. Uh, right? No, I that I, I think that's exactly what's going to make a difference was the fact that one pocket being the way that it is, long drawn out games. I don't think many people. I don't think a lot of people would have uh, gone for the pay thing. But since it was free, and because it took so long, it was very easy to tune in at your convenience and just check in on the game and that whole bit, you know? So, so even though it was one pocket, yeah. it was sort of an ideal situation for one pocket, you know? 
But with it being so long, going back to it being so long, um, and it can be and it can be slow, you know, in action as far as the action goes. Um, I I think that's something that would keep people from buying because you don't have. But for the most part, even the uh, one pocket purists and fanatics can't always be in a position where they can sit by their computer or plugged into their TV and watch one pocket for eight, nine, ten right. hours. Right. Exactly. 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 It, in in a day, or so you go. Well, I'm paying for all this time, but I'm only getting this much time. Uh, in some cases, so. Yeah. Anyway, there's there's a lot of ifs, ands, and buts about with, with, along with that. So uh, you know, I, like you say, talk to Lenny. Hopefully, maybe have a report for this next week. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. No, that's a good thing. We should talk to him and see how that worked out for him. Um, what else is going on in the pearl pool world? Um, we have to give some congrats to um, I don't know if you call if you pronounce it Sai Ming Chen or Si Ming Chen, but she took the title at the 2017 uh, 20th Amway Cup and had to beat a heck of a lot of top females to do it. I mean, Allison was there, Kelly was there. Uh, Jasmine was there. Young Kim was there. So that was a hellacious field. Congrats to her. Um, that was in Taipei City, Taiwan. And I believe Mike Howerton's in Asia also, isn't he? Isn't he over there for the the China World I Open? I don't know if he's there yet. Uh, I believe he's going, though. Uh, yeah. This this week coming up is the um, Chinese eight ball. Yes, right? yes. The Chinese World Eight Ball Championship. So, uh, <laughs> something to get you, you know, wrap your tongue around. But <laughs> it, it's Chinese eight ball, and it's a World Championship for Chinese eight ball. I guess is what's going on now. Right, 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 right. Yeah, no, and that's always a big deal. He went last year and, and said that, you know, he had not seen any, ever any pool event that they made such a big deal out of it as they did that one. So it should be pretty exciting. And there's a lot of money on the line there. So that's going to be a great event. That's right. Yeah. I remember last year when he came back, we, uh, I think we did an interview with him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he was talking about, he, he wanted a seven up. He mentioned one time to somebody that he would like a seven up and they had it shipped in from another oh yeah yeah no it was diet coke is what it was and um yeah he said that they <laughs> treated him like royalty they they didn't have any but they brought in a case just for him specifically it was a pretty funny story and he also ended up like abandoning JP on the street and <laughs> left him behind. Yeah, and a bunch of crazy stuff like that. But I, I, I bet they probably won't have that problem this time. Um, what else is going on? Yeah. We got uh, ooh, the Chinook winds is coming up. Oh yeah, this is going to be firing up tomorrow. Oh, 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 hold on, Kat, I'm sorry. Uh, we, we get done with one topic, and I just want to say with the Chinese eight ball. Yeah. The, the reason that people are going over there and playing in this thing. I mean, it's, uh, from what I've, from what I can gather, 
he's ninety thousand for first place. Yes, yes. That, that's I mean that's that's why people are going over there and playing in this. Oh yeah, thing, and they're they're doing their best to, you know, get the uh, Americans interested and over there. Absolutely. Uh, to to to, <clears throat> to play, and you start offering ninety thousand for first place. <laughs> they're going to be going. Yeah, you know. <laughs> no, now yeah. everybody's going to be going, but there's going to be a lot of people who go. Gosh. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a uh, that's a career making paycheck right there. I mean, that'll that'll do you a lot of good. <laughs> well, you'd have, you'd have to work the rest of the year. Yeah, you can focus on practicing. <laughs> yeah, you know, bring your game up. Everything else, no, that's yeah. Serious pull. They're really taking it. I mean, I, I'm I'm not surprised, but I'm a little bit surprised that you know of all the countries. In the world that are trying to bring pool, you know, to the mainstream, it's China of all people. That that just baffles me. But man, wow, it's also pretty dang cool. You know, they they have got an enormous population. Clearly, they have money that they want to spend on it. So you know, this could really uh, be a life changer for some of these players. Really. Well, you know, they're getting more people watching this Chinese eight ball yeah. on TV in China uh, than watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, for real. Around, and and so, if you imagine you've got the Super Bowl going on once every couple months and the advertising money and brand and everything that goes with, you know, we, we know what it costs. We, everybody talks about the commercials and everything. Um, you know, they, they've got billions of people who they can tap into yeah one way or another they're in china so yeah. that's where all the money's coming from they, they're you know they, that's <laughs> yeah that's, it's a big advertising market to, it to is. Hit, you know well it is and not to not to say bad things about the chinese because i don't mean it in a bad way but when the state or when the country is largely in charge of the media it, it's it, the spectators really don't have a much of a, of a choice as far as changing the channel <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so if the government yeah, decides that they want to show a, a world pool championship then dead gummit you're going to watch it because that's all they're going to put on you know yeah I, yeah i don't know how it all works i know there's a lot of restrictions with the internet and that kind of thing yeah but, uh how much of it i I really, I really don't know. I can't tell you. No, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but I know, I know, I know you're right in in some aspects. <laughs> yeah, right there's got to be something to that, right? <laughs> I, I don't know how right you could be, considering last week you thought uh, Chinook wins was in uh, Nebraska. <laughs> That's right. It is in Oregon. In fact, I was wrong. I will admit that Chinook wins casino in Lincoln City, Oregon, actually. It already fired up last night. All the players are out there. You got Dennis Sorcoyo, Shane Van Boning, Warren, Rodney Morris, Skylar Woodward, Chip Compton. I mean, the whole Danny Smith, Josh Roberts, Billy Thorpe. Uh, a whole slew of the best players are going to be out there the 9th through the 11th. Um, just going to be some top play. And uh, we're going to have a free stream, again, provided by Mr. Fast Lenny at uh, On The Rail TV. So if you guys are interested in tuning in, that will be available for you. 
And um, what else? Oh, is Scotty Townsend, the inaugural Scotty Townsend uh, Memorial Tournament is also right around the corner. Starts on Monday, runs the whole week, uh, March the 13th to the 19th. And that is down at Arena Billiards in um, West Monroe, Louisiana. And also, it's almost like everybody at Chinook Winds is going to get on a bus and go to Louisiana (laughs) a couple days later because no sooner than the Chinook Winds is over, everybody is going to be down there in Louisiana for this one. Uh, It's a brand new event. Um, It's going to be one pocket, ten ball, and nine ball. And like I said, the top field is going to be there. And the tournament director is Mr. Jeff Sullivan. And his lovely li- uh, wife, El- Elena, I'm going to say it wrong. And we are actually going to be talking with them uh, here in a couple minutes so that they can tell us more about it. But first, we're going to bop out to the West Coast with Daniel Bush. He's going to give us the West Coast report. What's going on out on the West Coast there, Daniel? Thanks, Mr. Bond. And thank you to the listeners for tuning in to American Billiard Radio. This is Daniel Bush with a West Coast pool report for the second week of March, 2017. Amar Kang's the big winner this month, who took home first prize at stop number nine of the NorCal Pool Tour, which took place at Hard Times Billiards in Sacramento, California, late February. Amar Kang takes home $1,025. He beat Kevin McLaughlin in the finals. Also a congratulations on the NorCal Pool Tour, goes to Rudy Boy Estoque. He is the winner of the Top Amateur Award for the first season of the NorCal Pool Tour. And uh, we want to congratulate him. He's going to take home $1,000, which will be awarded to him at the Grand Finale event, which takes place this weekend in Milpitas at Edgy's Billiards. Also, congratulations are in order to Mitch Ellerman, who defeated Vilmos Foldish in the finals of stop number 17 of the Mez Weste Tour. That took place down at On Cue Billiards in La Mesa, California last week. And unfortunately for Mitch, because he only won one event, he does not qualify for the Top Gun 32, which takes place at Hard Times Billiards in Sacramento a little later this month. But uh, nonetheless, congratulations, Mitch Ellerman, $1,400 take home. Uh, defeating Vilmos Foldish 11 games to 5. Dennis Orculio, Shane Van Boning, Skylar Woodward, Billy Thorpe, Rodney Morris, Roberto Gomez, Mark Vidal, Stan Tarango. These are just a handful of names who will be competing in the Chinook Wins Open 8-Ball Championships event in Lincoln City, Oregon. The men's Division 8-Ball, based on 128 entries, will boast a $15,000 first place. And women's Division 8-Ball will guarantee $6,000 for first place based on 48 entries. This Open 8-Ball Championship will immediately be followed by the 22nd Annual Western BCA 8-Ball Championships at the same venue, uh, taking place March 12th through the 19th. Almost 3,000 players, 17 divisions, competing for the cash and for prestige at the Western BCA Pool Players Association. Now, obviously, with that many players coming in and that many different divisions competing, There's going to be a lot of data and information being produced all at once. So I recommend you check out www.westernbca.org 
you'll find all of the tournament entries and the standings and uh, hopefully payouts and all the other information for all of you following your friends and family that are competing in uh, Chinook Wins this week. And of course, if you'd like to watch some of your favorite champions and local amateurs competing against each other on a live stream, you can check out www.ontherailtv.com. The live stream will be uh, handled by Lenny Marshall and the OTR crew. Next week, we'll be bringing you more news regarding 2017's West Coast Swing events, which normally happen every year on the West Coast during the summertime. Thanks a lot. Keep loving pool. Awesome. Thanks for that report, Daniel. I appreciate it. And uh, now we'll uh, bebop over to the East Coast out in the New York area with Allison Fisher. What's going on in the New York uh, Metroplex there, Allison? Well... Recently here in New York, we had a couple of big events, especially the Empire State 10-Ball and 9-Ball Championships that happened a couple of weeks ago out on Long Island. We had the Amateur 9-Ball Division, which was won by Duke Lamb. And then in the Open 10-Ball Division, we had Zion's V take that event down. And both of those events were covered with live streaming by Upstate Al and the AZB-TV crew. And then the following weekend, which was um, just this past weekend up in Providence at Snookers, they had the annual New England Pool and Billiard Hall of Fame tournament, which was also also won by Zion's V. So he uh, went back-to-back with Joe Dupuis taking runner-up at that event. So now, coming up in here in the New York tri-state area, particularly in Jersey, we've got some exciting qualifiers coming up, and I'm excited to introduce our guest, Ed Sandman Ladawi, to the show, the Sandman himself. How are you doing, uh, Eddie? I'm doing very well, and thank you very much, guys, for having me on the show once again. It's always a pleasure and an honor to be on the air. So you've been a busy guy, correct? You've had a qualifier just this past weekend for the Joy Chinese 8-Ball Quarterly, correct? That is correct. Um, Joy's putting a lot, a lot of events together. Um, there's some other competitors over in China right now doing events as well, but a lot of players are attending. But the qualifier this time around was a little bit smaller, giving a chance to uh, not such big guns to get an opportunity to enjoy the same type of atmosphere that is incomparable over in China with the, the size of their events and the, uh, the elaborate extent they go to with all their support from the government and uh, major banks and corporations supporting the billiards industry over in China. Uh, it's just an experience everyone should definitely enjoy at least once. And uh, Gary Serrano, who's not one of the top players, but not one of the worst players either, or lower-level players either, uh, he's going to be enjoying that. He's going to be going out there, I think, from the 31st to the 9th for this event. And uh, he's all excited, as he should be. I'm helping him get ready for that. He's applying for his season now and uh, getting prepared and packed up to go over there. He's going to be missing the Super Billiards Expo, but he, there's always next year for that. He's going to be taking advantage of this opportunity over there in China. Yeah, this is definitely a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Well, let's call it a four-times-in-a-lifetime opportunity. We're going to be doing quarterly events, as we mentioned, and uh, I'm going to be sending four people over to China this year. The next Chinese uh, Joy Billiards promotion event is going to be on April 2nd. That's the last day of the Super Billiards Expo, that Sunday. 
So for a lot of players that are not hanging around the expo that have gotten knocked out early, there's still an opportunity to get into the qualifier at Sandcastle Billiards for a hundred dollar entry fee. They can uh, enter and qualify to win free airfare and a thousand dollar value entry fee over in China at their next quarterly event in June. Very cool. Um, well, that's yep. going to be right around the corner. Yeah. yeah Are you going to be there at the expo, Ed, for any of the oh, any of the oh, events? I'll be All there right. putting on being here Friday and Saturday. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there playing in the women's amateur tournament. Oh, wonderful. Good luck to you there. I hear there's also straight pool coming around the corner, oh, yeah. too. Yeah, straight pool is in... Uh, two weeks. It's on March 19th and that is a qualifier for the U.S. Open 14.1 championships, the U.S. Open straight pool championships uh, put together by Mark Griffin and CSI. Um, Mark Colungian at Pool Table Magic in Connecticut will be hosting that event again this year and he always does a great job. He's got a beautiful room out there. I'll be taking a ride out there as well during that, the main event for the U.S. Open straight pool as I did last year. Um, it's always a pleasure dealing with those guys as well. But even uh, before that, this coming Sunday, we have a, another qualifier for the World Pool Series of 8-Ball. That's which right. Which is Appleton's project. And that's going to be this Sunday, March 12th. It's a WPA standardized 8-Ball. They're doing races to five, alternate break format. And I'm putting a time limit on the matches, simulating the same type of format. So there's a tie at the end of that time limit. It's going to go to a spot shot shootout just to prepare players to be under the same type of pressure and same uh, format that they're going to be competing in. And you get advanced into stage two over there where I think all you have to do is win one round in single elimination and you're making five, six hundred bucks right there. Yeah, that was a very exciting event they had over. I got to watch most of the event at Steinway for the first World Pool Series. Mm-hmm. And that shootout is, that's high pressure because you oh, yeah. go through the whole match, and if it's hill-hill, it could just come down to those two shots. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It'll be a uh, very exciting thing to see. I'm sure everybody's practicing their spot shots now. I know one thing that a lot of the uh, quote-unquote old-timers and I used to discuss, um, I'm a mid-timer, I guess, <laughs> we used to talk about how the spot shot was a very valuable shot back in the day, and we've lost that in the game. And uh, bringing that back with Chinese 8-Ball does it. Now they're not doing it with the uh, WPS series. It's really going to sharpen players' skills back up because it is a very valuable shot. It's not an easy shot to execute, and doing it under pressure comes into play even more so uh, to decipher oh, yeah. the men from the boys. Most definitely. So it's good to see it back women. out there. From the girls. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. From the women and the, the big girls and the, from the little girls. Right. And, uh, I, I don't want Not to that there are the little girls that girl. can mm-hmm. shoot the lights out, too. Oh, absolutely. They are. As a matter of fact, one of the younger generation, Rachel Lang, from, I think, Catskill, New York, will be coming down this Sunday to compete in EWPS series qualifier. Oh wow, that's awesome! That's Sandcastle. So yeah, I know um, she's a former state champion and mm-hmm. uh, a top nationally known junior player. So that's Absolutely. very exciting. Yeah, I think she just took down a tri-state event also. Oh wow! So she's coming off of a win, so she's got a nice boost to her confidence getting into this competition here. Very nice. You go, girl. Yeah. 
So there's a lot of uh, a lot of qualifiers coming up. Once again, this Sunday, March 12th, is the WPS World Pool Series Eight Ball there in Appleton's project. Next Sunday will be the Mark Griffin CSI U.S. Open Street Pool Championships qualifier, and then after that, I actually have uh, the New Jersey State Ten Ball Championships as I mentioned earlier, uh, March 25th and 6th. And that's a 10-ball event, which is a great warm-up for all of those that are going to be playing in a 10-ball event at the Super Billiards Expo. So if you're in the area earlier, if you want to come in a few days earlier or try to take down the New Jersey State title, in uh, 2013 it was Francisco Bustamante that took it down. And in 2014 was Darren Appleton. 2015 was Sean Morgan, a.k.a. Alaska. And then last year, the reigning champion is uh, George Rodriguez, a.k.a. J-Rod. So I'm looking for a New Jersey resident to hold the New Jersey state title this year. And uh, maybe now with Danny Bassovich, kid delicious back on the scene, uh, he may be a contender. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. That's right. He was also there at the Empire State Championships. He took uh, fifth place. Mm-hmm. So we're yeah, definitely yeah, happy to see him back in the mix. Maybe we'll have to have him on the show one day. Absolutely. Yeah, and he's great to work with. I've had him in the commentary booth with me uh, during the state championships before, or well, some of the events before. It might have been a Duel of Things event, but he was a pleasure to work with there. He's always a great character, a great personality to uh, interact with. Very exciting individual. Yeah, we're definitely glad to see him back. I know he's been mm-hmm. uh, a legendary figure here in the Northeast and beyond, and people always ask, Whereas Danny, is he going to be playing again? So oh, yeah. We look, we look forward to seeing him. All the time. I'm always and I look forward to him. seeing you at the Expo, Eddie. Yes, I, I will be there. Um, I'll be running around. I've got a bunch of meetings to conduct and uh, getting ready for other events in the future. But um, if anybody sees me, feel free to pull me aside. If anybody has any questions about anything coming up or anything of past, I'll be happy to fill in whatever I can. I'll be running around like a nut, but... Oh, well, we're uh, the time. <laughs> we're thankful to have you so dedicated to to our sport and everything that you do, Ed. We appreciate it. Oh, like the old saying goes, if you do something you enjoy and you have a passion for, you never work a day in your life. I haven't had a day off in about four years <laughs> either, but, except for the China trip, which was business. <laughs> but uh, just once again, I want to remind everybody this coming weekend is the WPS qualifier next Sunday. Street Bull Qualifier for the U.S. Open Street Bull Championships, March 25th and 26th. So Saturday and Sunday after that is the New Jersey State 10 Ball Championships. That's just before the Super Billiards Expo. And then on the closing day of the Super Billiards Expo, Sunday, April 2nd, will be another Joy Billiards promotion uh, qualifier to win a trip to China for the next quarterly, which will be in June. I think that's on June 29th this time. So they make it there the 26th. So we've got plenty of time to schedule ahead this time. All right. Well, thanks so much for getting us up to speed, Ed. It's been great having you on the show. Thank you very much, Allison. It's always a pleasure. Thank you to all the listeners out there, too. Absolutely. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. I'm Allison Fisher here on AmericanBilliardRadio.com. Awesome. Awesome. Sounds like a lot of good fun, a lot of good pool going on. All right, you guys stick around. We're going to be right back with uh, Mr. Jeff Sullivan, Sully right after this. It was 115 years ago today. March the 9th, 1902, was the first day of the World Championship Continuous Pool Tournament 
in Brooklyn at Clarence Green's Montauk Room. Round Robin was the format, with each of the matches being played to 125 points. Some of the best continuous pool players in the world gathered for the event. By the way, continuous pool is the immediate predecessor of 14-1. Mr. William Clearwater, a former world champion, was there. Charles Cowboy Weston was there. William Winrick. Jeremy Keogh, one of the developers, actually, of the 14-1 game as we know it today. And also a former world champion. He was there. Patrick Walsh, Irving Long, Grant Ebby, also another former world champion at the continuous game. Harry Stott and William McCune all battled it out. And uh, it came down to a playoff. Mr. Clearwater and Cowboy Weston were tied at the last day of the event. So they had to have their uh, one-on-one for second place. Mr. Clearwater won. 125 points to 106 for Mr. Weston. Completed in 16 innings. It was quite the battle. And the interesting thing about this particular tournament is that Mr. Alfredo De Oro was not there. He was having, he had been playing some of the best pool of his life. He had already taken a couple of world titles previously, but De Oro was under contract with a Boston billiard table manufacturer who would only let him play on their tables. And since this event was not being held on their tables, Mr. Dioro was banned from playing and and therefore, by default, had to give up his world championship status. So... I think Mr. DeOro learned a valuable lesson that week is if you're going to be under contract, make sure they'll let you play on any table at any time. And that, my friends, is your pool history moment for this week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back and I am talking with Mr. Jeff Sully Sullivan and his wife, Eliana Sullivan. How are you guys doing today? Doing well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing good. I imagine it's probably a little warmer down there than it is where I'm at. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's perfect. It's 75. Excellent. Sunny, good weather. <laughs> Excellent. Now, you guys, you're out in uh, in East Texas, North Texas? Well, the DFW area, Dallas. Okay. Work. Gotcha. Okay. Do you know Melinda Bailey? We do. We do. We actually do. Great, great person. Yes. She is. She has been joining us on the show a couple times recently, uh, sharing her pool blogs with us and stuff. So it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, she's, oh, she's doing a lot of a lot of great things in this area. Absolutely. She's a great tournament director. And we need more of those, you know, more guys like that. And more guys like you. So how did you get involved in, in uh, the tournament scene? Um, I was living in Shreveport, and, and there wasn't much tournaments going on, you know, open-style tournaments. And um, just decided to start that one so I can have something to play in, you know, locally. 
and then it just kind of escalated from there. And we had already planned to have a tournament in in Monroe before Scotty passed away. Right. And uh, it it just happened that he passed away during the time of the planning. So so we changed it to to the Scotty Townsend Memorial. Right. Right. Well, and that's a, uh, a certainly a worthy name to place on a tournament, you know. Sure. Yeah. I mean, he was he was from there. He lived there. He supported the full room that were running the tournament, arena billiards, and and just um, just seemed real appropriate, you know. Yeah. So what's what's the tournament going to be like? I understand you got some one pocket going on, some ten ball. Yeah, um, Monday night. We have, starting Monday night, we'll do the, the player auction for the one pocket, and we'll start the first round. That's a $1,000 entry, uh, 16 players with 5000 added. Um, be played on diamond tables. Excellent. It's going to be a week-long event for the one pocket. Uh, we will follow with the 10-ball ring game on Friday night. Um, usually, the ring game is just to give the players time to come in, um, hang out, warm up that arm, get used to the tables, yeah. just give them something to do, um, and to be in the in, in the pool room as well. And on Saturday, we will start the big event, which will be the nine-ball event. Right. Um, Saturday at noon, we're running the Calcutta or the player auction, followed by play immediately after. Mm-hmm. So and this is going to be at Arena Billiards in West Monroe, Louisiana. And uh, Ray Hansen's going to be there providing the pay-per-view. So um, everybody will be able to tune in and watch that. And there's, I've read the, the, the list of participants so far. It's going to be a hellacious field. Yeah, it's, it's going to be super. Scotty Scott would uh, be very proud for sure. It's uh, an honor. It's, it's, it's going to be a great event. Yeah. We're looking forward to it. Absolutely, and props to you for for stepping up and and recognizing him. You know that's a, that's just such a great thing to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've known I've known Scotty for twenty five years probably, and you know, there's there's lots of stories out there about him, and you know, <laughs> I, be, I believe every one of them. But I've I've never read a bad story or heard a bad story about him. Period. So cool. That's good yeah. stuff, man. That's good stuff. Now, and how much? How many years have you been uh, acting as a tournament director? Um, I started tournaments in Dallas about fifteen years ago. Okay. Okay. And uh, and were and you real well? Were you married at the time? <laughs> I, I was actually. Okay. I was living in the Dallas area, and, and I ran a, a tournament there. And, <laughs> and then uh, things moved me back home to Texarkana uh, with my family. Uh, so so I kind of left the Dallas area, and now I'm back again. So gotcha, We're, gotcha. we're going to try to do something in the Dallas area. That's that's great. That's even better. Now, is is uh, Ileana? Are you as are you as into the pool and the tournament directing and the, and all that kind of stuff as much as uh, Sully is? You know, I wish that I could say that I was as 
half of a good player as he is uh, <laughs> on the table. But I'm, you know, I'm practicing. I'm getting there. And um, as far as the tournament director, he does all. He's the face of it. He does it all in the front line. He hustles. He talks. He does a great job at that. I'm learning a lot from him. I do more of the back end. So gotcha. you know, keeping up with the list. Keeping up with the money, who has what, who has paid, who hasn't, do we have a wait list, who's dropping, who's adding. I kind of do all of that more in the back end and help him plan in the back end. So cool. I'm more of the silent kind of partner <laughs> in all this. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm just a voice behind him. Uh, well, it <laughs> sounds he's... like you're the good woman behind the good man is what it sounds like. <laughs> Hey, it, it takes one, for sure. <laughs> Behind every man, there's a good woman. Right. For sure. That's a fact. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. You know, I I made the 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 joke about being married already because, uh, it, and it because the pool players have got this uncanny divorce rate, <laughs> so it always turns out <laughs> that the wife or the girlfriend somehow doesn't like pool or doesn't want to be involved. So you're a lucky man that she's behind you and that's just invaluable you know what i mean yeah she's uh i i couldn't have uh picked anyone any better for sure <laughs> she's by me 100 awesome awesome well thanks sully um from all of us thanks for honoring scotty's name and for putting on yet what should be a fantastic tournament um we're going to be talking with ray and um you know, getting some more details on the stream and stuff like that. So thanks. We appreciate it, sir. You bet, David. Thanks so much for having us. We, we look forward to talking to you again soon. No problem. And best of luck with your event, all right? Thanks so much, buddy. Thank you so much. Yep, we'll talk to you again soon. <laughs>